podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. G-I-G-G-S. No. Rodri. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? Stop in I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm sorry. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation. This is Rodri Giggs on Football. We, we are, are live. And it is time to debate football. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm getting completely confused on what, com- what camera I'm on and stuff, so I'll switch that over now. But um, as always, joined by the, the legend, ex-Salford City, ex-FC United, ex-Banger City, all these teams, they love it. Ex- Mr. Rodri Giggs, how are you, mate? You good? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good, considering. Feeling a bit poorly bad. Poorly bad, brothers. Poorly yesterday. Um, yeah, not good. That's it, mate. Right. Just woke, up, just, just woke up, so I'm not going to sleep tonight. So. Oh, mate, that's the that's the roughest, though, isn't it? It's like when Absolute you have a nap. Rocky and... move. Got home from work, fell asleep for like forty-five minutes. Um, yeah, woke up about twenty minutes ago. So probably watch NFL tonight. Yeah, well, I suppose at least there's something on, isn't it? Um, so the main debate this evening we're going to be debating is Bob ruining football. We're going to have a good old chat about that. But um, before we do, of course, we have to. Uh, we have to talk some charity prediction leagues and uh, fantasy football. As always, my fantasy football effectively is just a waste of time. I don't. It's because I don't use that, the one that they use for the prediction league. So, like my Sky one is like more acceptable, but my uh, my one in the predictor league, which actually matters, is awful. Dreadful. Oh. I don't think I've got any points. But there, let's have a go. Charity League updates. This week's fantasy Premier League top scorer was uh, top scorer. was it this year? This week? Uh, no, you didn't do. You didn't do very well, mate. This week's uh, FPL top scorer was Carl Roach. Despite getting minus four for a doggy, he still managed to score fifty-five in a difficult week. 
Lyndon Irison topped the midweek Super 6 with Michael Evans topping the weekend round. But down to the important business, what did me and Rodders do? Uh, the Super 6, I scored a measly 8, taking my total for the season to 125. But Rodri scored a whopping 16, but he still trails by three points. The, uh, <laughs> the FPL League, me and Rodders are absolutely killing it. Uh, I'm on 510 points and I'm 47th out of 50. And Rodders is on a whopping 520 and is 45th. Dominating the Fantasy League. It's a marathon. Next round, Saturday. We're all, me and Rodders are just getting ready. We're just gearing up for a push after Christmas. Tactics is what it's all about, you see. Tactics. Um, so, what, was, what did you get again on your Super 6? Eight. Eight. Yeah, you doubled Eight. me. What did I get again? 16, and you're still behind. Eight, yeah, sorry. I forgot, I didn't hear. Six, sweet. Sure, sure. I mean, it, it shows how poor you've been, really, that. You scored 16, you doubled my score, and you're still oh, trading. entertaining for the viewers. I can't just well, see the What's no fun in that, is there? No fun, no fun indeed, mate. No fun indeed. The fantasy league, I've got to do something with my fantasy league team. I haven't even looked at it since I picked it. Like, I've got to go into it. And I, because in that Premier League one, you'll have like, there's like things you can do in there, like triple points. Yeah, so. well, if you have not made any substitutes, you'll have loads of transfers left. You'll have about eight transfers, so you can change most of your whole team if you want. Oh, mate, I might do that. I need to have a look at it because it's in a different app to the one that I use. So it's like I never go into it. Gonna have to go into it, mate. Um, Right, let's start. I want to start with VAR because that's going to be the chunk of the show, mate. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate, basically, to everything which you say about it. And just to, you know, just to get the debate going, I'm going to go into full talk sport mode um, and just say stuff that I... What do you mean, actually... game? So what you're, you're going to say, I'm going to say, these people are idiots. So the devil's advocate, you're going to say they're not. Yeah. These people are running it. I'm going to go full Gabby at Bongla Hall. Oh and say God. outrageous stuff for the sake of it. No, I'm gonna they're they're just yeah, you know, just look at it. The idiots who run it, they're just they're, 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 it's like the Wild West. They need to some stipulations on it. You know, it's it's supposed to be for clear and obvious, not yeah. for every little thing where we're taking three or four minutes and the viewing public, the paying public, don't know what's going on. We're over on the, you know, the people's game, rugby. It's been going on for years. We can hear it quite clear. You've just had the World Cup in the Rugby World Cup. There's an issue, right? Yeah, here we go. We're going through it. Yeah, I see that. You see what I see. Okay, penalty, blah, blah, blah. Boom. 30 seconds, 45 seconds tops where these idiots, you got to go to the screen, you got to do this, you got to do that. It's just an absolute farcical. So, I think one of the big problems is that the is the actual like the rules itself. But before we get to that, I want to say I feel like they like they're actually like actively looking for stuff now. There was yeah. some stuff on the weekend yeah. where like like even the one in the Manchester derby, like no one really thought that was a penalty until Rodri like chased the ref down and all that. And it was like you see about twenty of them in a game, so that's not a clear and obvious thing. There's the you know the Arsenal Newcastle thing where Arteta has lost his fucking mind afterwards. Like it took so long, and to me, I just think yeah, but there was like, three different things there, though, wasn't there? I know that, but like 
the ball was in, just about. And then it's really, is he offside? No. Is is it a foul? No, probably not. Or not enough to overturn the goal. If you're pushed in the back like that, how do your feet come up? You go forward. You don't. Your feet don't come up in the air like, ah! He went and forward and his feet come up in the air. Maybe he threw his body, like, put as much effort into throwing his body to try and defend the ball. He probably would have got the ball. It's another day, one of them go for you. It's just, you know... Of course they do. Even, like, that Rashford one, that Rashford one last night, Mike, right? Like, you, I just... If that's a red card, I don't know what we're doing. I understand he caught him and stuff like that. But, like, he's just shielding the ball and the guy's moved his leg and they've kind of just collided. Like, I remember... I grew up, you know, collisions is not serious foul play. It's just a part of the game. It's a physical uh, game. It, it, it didn't ruin the and game. It ruined, but it, 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 it ruined from the game to us because we were dominant Yeah, at that point. I was going to say, you know, it, without that sending off, United go and win that game probably comfortably. And I think it did change the game. And, like, when you look at it on the like, bigger picture... 18 or 21 points right now, not 16. But then, but if you look at it, mate, like in the bigger picture, like that could cost Tainag his job. If he keeps, you know, if they lose to Luton on Saturday or whatever, it's and they never... understand. some of them are just, and it's not so just Ten Hag, it's, it's so all, all of these people, isn't it? It's so bad, and you don't like to to uh, abuse officials or you no. know, but when they're it's their actual job, these professionals, and they and maybe they're, 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 they're fast tracked too quickly. I don't know because the, the refs are dying out now because the old ones are all going, but um. Some of them, some of them are really good, but some of them are really bad. Like, you think, some of them, I think he's okay. He's okay. He's up, but some of them are like bad. And I mean, yeah, really, hundred yeah, percent. But then, if you look at it, mate, right? Say like, um, I don't know. Say Mark Clattenburg. I'm just picking the name out of the thing. Like, say Mark Clattenburg, right? When he became a ref, he would have come through, done youth football, done you know different levels of football, worked his way up to be a Premier League referee. But it was like. All the refereeing at all those levels is the same. It's just bigger grounds, but you know, more famous players, whatever. Whereas now, these young referees are coming in, they're doing it at youth level, you know, League One, whatever, non league. They're working their way up, and then they get to the Premier League, and it's a completely different job because they've got to do all the video shit. And to me, like, they're getting so much wrong. I'm bored of it. I'm over all it. All the video stuff, it's, it's not much, is it? It's just looking at a screen and just looking at it. Well, it shouldn't be, but no, it's, it's clearly a disconnect, no, mate. Maybe you should look at getting some of the best in the women's game. But there's a, diff- there's a disconnect between the human beings who are doing the, in the VAR room to then what they're seeing on the pitch. Because what they're doing is they're, they're looking at frozen images and slowed down things. Which everything looks worse in slow motion. If you if you froze that Rashford one last night and he well, stood he on his ankle, he was standing on his ankle. That's what that's exactly. what he sees when he's running over. But if he sees that in real time and just sees it as a collision and what it is, is he's going to go? Oh yeah, that's that's a booking. Let's move on. And to me, I think they should be showing well, the referees. Certain in VAR is when they go over to VAR, they're not going to change it. Yeah, hundred percent. Because they don't want to go over there because they think, well, if the fourth... Why don't the refs just say, no, I'm not having that. I'm sticking with yeah. my original decision. Sling it. Boom. Carry on. Well, do you know what, mate? Like I said last week about it would be refreshing for United to say to the players, 
no, we're to, this is our manager for the next five years, so you either sort it out and fuck off or fuck off. I think it's the same with the referees. Like, it'd be nice if these refs went over, looked at it and went, what are you on about? Just get on with the game. Like the Wolves one last week. So, wait. mate, Wolves are had about three this year. That like Wolves penalties and... But when he's in the when he's in the ref room at the end of the game and he's going through it and he's still thinking it's a penalty, there's a problem there. There's a problem. Of course there is. And I admit I wish like, like, it's like you know it reminds me of like the, the, the Cardiff four, the police. Oh no, yeah. no, no, we know we're wrong, but we're sticking with it. We'll stick yeah. with that. And it, was it reminds me of all that What? But you know do you know what they should do now, Med? If well, I'll put it to you. If I, if they, if you were the man in charge and they said, right, Rodders, should we just bin bar off? We'll just have goal line technology. Would you take it and go back to just referees, human error, whatever? No, because we're going backwards here. We need to be going forwards. But do you not think that it's just ruined? It's like you can't celebrate a goal because you think it's going to get ruled out. Sorry, what does clear and obvious mean? Do we need to look in the dictionary and see what clear and obvious well, yeah. means? Because well, I mean, they, and it, looking at that, they can't go back and go, oh, what about that? No, you're just looking at that. Forget everything. We're not looking at that. We're looking at that. That's it. Black and white. Instead, we're looking at, oh, did he handball it? Oh, did the ball go out? Oh, did he pull his shirt? Is he onside? Yeah. So, in cricket, in cricket, mate. It's so long where... Rugby, you could just go, yeah, we're just playing. Yeah, did, was it was it above? Yeah, did you, did you lead in? We showed it. Yeah, off you go. It's no just yeah. messing around. Oh, we're gonna, we're, we're, let's go back. It's, it's just silly. Just, just look at the instant that they look to look at. Don't go back looking at other things. Yeah. So in cricket, mate, right? Say there's a catch. Let the, referee, let the ref ref the game. Exactly that, mate. So, you know, in, in cricket, right, say there's a catch which they're not sure if it's carried to their hands and it might have hit the ground. And then if they go to the cameras to try and find out if it bounced or whatever, right, and they can't definitively prove, or basically they say, if they can't definitively show that the umpire's got it wrong or that the catch has been clean, they don't give it. It's a big so, difference. There's a big difference there. Though. Yeah, but if you can't definitively say, right, that's a foul, that's offside, this, that and the other. Like, offsides, the striker's supposed to get the benefit of the doubt. So if it's so close, like the Ganacho <laughs> one against Arsenal, that you cannot, diff- you just cannot tell from, like, different angles and or if the ball's gone out and it's like, oh, that angle it looks like it's in, that angle it looks like it's not, right? Give the benefit of the doubt to the attacking team. Move on. It's Everyone's a bit different. There's a big, massive screen. Everyone's watching. Everyone's engaged. Exactly that. Yeah. So, you know, everyone knows what's going on. Rugby, there's a big screen. Everyone's looking. Everyone's engaged. Everyone knows what's going on. Where in football, it's just where it's the most money, the biggest watch game. Yeah. There's a there's a blueprint there. Look. Instead, they want to do it their own way. Someone in Bexley Park or wherever. 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 St George's or wherever they are in the little cubbyhole, they're still getting it wrong. It's just, it's just poor. These are professional people. And they're not doing a professional job, and, and they get paid. Talking about money, mate, spent fifteen minutes talk, talking about it where we should be talking about football. It's ruining it, though, mate. It does. I got it. like VAR is just every every game I watch. As soon as VAR starts. 
getting involved. Like that Tottenham that's game, I just completely just it just I just completely disengaged from it. And like I really enjoy watching football, mate. And like I watched that Arsenal Chelsea game, and about twenty minutes in, and they didn't particularly get those sending off wrong. I don't think. But like it was just so long and just doing it, and I just thought, oh, fuck, I can't be bothered with this. Like yeah, I just couldn't deal with it. Once it gets starts getting to the cold, you'll start getting people getting injured. Games going on too long, people waiting about for three or four minutes. Well, there's 13 minutes injury time in the United game on there, but I think wasn't there a medical emergency or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, still, yeah. no, you're still gonna get it, and people start getting injured, especially when it gets starts getting cold. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be never. It's never ending, mate. Like, so you would keep that, but you would just sort it out. Yeah, basically what you would. I would. I would. I would come in and sort it out with in one week, boss. One one week. So well, tell me, talk me through it, and say like, how would you sort it now, straight away? It's clear and obvious. That's it. Nothing. Yeah. If it's not clear and obvious, move yeah, on. Yeah. If if uh, we're um, We're having a look at that, but then the video they were playing, they see the replay, and then oh, they see something else. They can't do that. Just we're looking at that, and that's it. If we miss that, then we miss that. We're looking at that, boom, that's it. So here's a question then. Last night for the Copenhagen goal, where the but the striker is stood in front of the keeper and he's offside, is that clear and obvious that he's interfering with play? No. So you were given the goal. Yeah. And that's where it gets murky, isn't it? Because he stood in front of the keeper. He's <clears> not like, the ball. But the keeper can't see, and he's in offside position. So it's well, like... He's open his eyes, then. If he can't see it, it shouldn't be... He can see it. It's right in front of him. Yeah. He's just, I, waiting, I, for to, he's just waiting for him to touch it, and he doesn't touch it. Just... Just unlucky. I want to be... You know, what, what, we want to see goals. We want to see offensive play. Yeah, we true. don't want to see goals be, uh, being not being awarded because you know the, the keeper's not on his toes. Follow the ball. Yeah. Yes, it's difficult, but that's why you pay thousands and thousands of pounds and you're at the top of the league. Oh, yeah. um, and they get they get paid a lot of money, These referees oh, as well. Yeah, it's no. I'm talking about the goalkeepers as well. Oh, now. Right, yeah, yeah. You do your yeah. job by save, saving and keeping around the ball. You're the best of the best. So you know, yes, it's difficult. Because there's a man in front of it, but if he just can't, just goes for his legs, and we see it all the yeah. time, and it goes through defenders' legs. Yeah, so for some reason, they, you know, they, they're covering that, they're covering one end, and they're thinking that player's covering that end, and it goes through his legs. Then it's very difficult for him. Okay, but usually so these strikes, from, these strikes are from 20, 25 yards, and you can see them. They're just thinking, oh, is he going to touch it and anticipate him? Really, they should just keep him around the bar. Okay, so I, I'm I'm kind of interested in this. So you're saying to this, you would change it by going clear and obvious. So I'm going to ask you about a couple of decisions that we've seen this year, and you. Yeah, well, I don't know them. Them. What if I don't know them, though, I need well, to look we'll, at. Them. We'll just move on. So say like the Onana one against Wolves in the first game of the season, where he just comes out and clatters up guy. Penalty oh, that's that's easy penalty. Okay. Um, what about the one where Ganacho against Arsenal, where the offside is like a fingernail or something? And even if you looked at it from different angles, he looked onside. So is no, that a goal or not? No, a goal? I would stick with if he's offside, he's offside. Okay. If his fingernails um, offside, then he's offside. Okay. What about even though he can't solve his goal? So that's that's false. 
yeah. they don't go off the arm, the arms or the legs. They go off the shoulder, or the head, or the knee, or the, whatever's in front. They don't go off the hand because you can't score with the hand. Yeah, but I, I was more on about like the. Distance. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and what about the Arsenal Newcastle one from the weekend? That goal, which was they had about three different things that they looked about. It was that a goal? Yeah, but which one are we looking at? Seven. You can only look at one. So the, so the, so it's, well, the, the, it's not going out. We're playing on, so we can't look at that one. It's gone. Playing yeah. out. Yeah, boom. Which one are we looking at? It's gone out. Foul. No yeah. foul. No foul. Yeah. Okay. So um, what North about side, North side? Go. Rashford sending off last night. No, no, no. never. No. What about the uh... rescinded? Give yellow card. Yeah. So, um, so you said obviously the the one in front of the keeper you would have given as a goal. What about the the penalty against uh, Maguire for handball last night? I won't give any of them penalties. Not even one or all. Handballs are stupid, don't they? Yeah, handballs are absolutely Not ridiculous. One or the other. They got to do something about the handball. A bit actually, more, a bit more on it in in Europe. A bit more pathetic. In Europe, yeah, bit, but that's always been the case, isn't it? In Europe, in like the Champions League and and Cup Winners Cup and the Euro, Euro UEFA Cup and all this, shit, the the referees were always a bit more mm. like, you know, I remember Danny gets off for a high boot against Real Madrid, yeah, or Trafford, and that was in Europe, and like that was in the Premier League, like yellow card, tops, not a red card. But then that's part of playing in those competitions, isn't it? And yeah. playing with yeah. different referees in the competitions, yeah, yeah. Um, what about some of the Wolves ones? They've had like two or three penalties, which they probably should have had. But like, are they easy decisions for you? Yeah, that should have been given. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to trying to think of um, any others which I've seen recently. We only said two, and I've named about six or seven. Yeah, we're still so, on yeah. his for twenty minutes. <laughs> right. So, you'd keep that. I'd been it basically. I'd like to go back to the good old days, but there we go. It is what it is, I guess. Um, Talk to me a little bit about last night. I don't want to spend too long on United. Um, I actually thought, before mm-hmm. sending off, I thought United were very good and I probably one of their better performances this year. And if they can take that on going forward, then they'll be all right because I thought they were very, very good. I thought Rashford on the right made a massive difference because he played like a normal, natural, traditional winger. What did mm-hmm. you, like you're, you're the United fan. Yeah, like, well, you think it was probably the best I've seen them this year. The start... Uh, it wasn't just for five minutes. They continued it. it. It was very good. Very, very good. And then, obviously, sending off and the game changes. The yeah. They still, 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 still shouldn't be, you know, leaking goals out. Just, just you know, okay, well, we've got to put a tin out on now and just sit. But with too many are trying to gamble. You know, you've got to dial up for the, the, for the third goal. And what yeah. you're doing, you can see him. You've just looked at him. Even though you shouldn't be like that, you should be side on so you can see the ball there and see the ball yeah. there. Instead, he's like that, looking straight at him and turning and turning. Just turn your body, it's dead easy. Look, you see both. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, and, he, and just take his eyes off him. Instead, if he drops two yards, that goal doesn't happen. Instead, he's trying to gamble, trying to gamble, trying to gamble. Why are you, you defending? This is the problem with these offensive fullbacks, you see. Yeah, I agree. And then, look, I saw a lot, you know, the usual shit on the likes of Talk Sport and that, going on about Ten Hag and that. And I just think the one thing which last night did show, all right, they, they do crumble a little bit defensively when they're under pressure. But I think that's 
probably down to missing Martinez and Luke Shaw. I think they make a big difference. Like Varane doesn't look the same player alongside Maguire that he does against when he's alongside some of the others. Mm. But but equally, I don't think like if you look at it objectively, I think there's been signs in recent weeks that those players are still fighting for the manager. And oh, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I think, you know, if they can go and put play against Luton on Saturday, like they did that first half hour, they'll kick on. They'll be good. You know, it's, uh, it's one of them, but um, it's interesting that United are only, I think five points off top, top four, and they can still qualify from the Champions League group. If they win their last two games, which obviously is, you know, away in Turkey and, and Bayern Munich at home, but like the world's crumbling according to the media. But actually, if they put a run together similar to last year of, you know, just five, six, seven, eight games, they'll be up in it. That was most like eight to nine games already. Yeah, they've lost nine in 16 or something like that. It's crazy. That's but that's they're not that far behind, though, mate. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's not good. That still no. doesn't make it any better. That's no good, but it just means everyone else has been fired as well, I suppose. It means um, people, the league's there to be won if you're if you're if you're on it. Obviously, we're yeah. not on it. And you know, if you if you have a good start, these games that should be should be winning, and we're getting beat comfortably, it's a concern. Yeah, I mean, look at Tottenham. You know, they're taking advantage of everyone else's yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, playing very, some good playing stuff. Very well. Good to watch as well. Yeah, they are very enjoyable to watch. I've got to be fair. What do you make of um, Newcastle? Like they've their form in the league has been excellent. They haven't lost in five, six, seven games, I think. But Champions League last two games, they haven't. They've come yeah, up against, against experienced teams, mate. Now, and you know the the the, the novelty's wore off for Newcastle now. They've had a good start, and people are on them now. Um, yeah, and I think teams in Champions League are not underestimating them. Playing against them. experienced campaigners, experienced campaigners, PSG. Uh, Dortmund, Dortmund twice home is, is, a, is, a, is a lively place to play, and mm. uh, it's like it's like St James's Park is, I suppose, on a on a night match. It's very very noisy, and, it's, and uh, we got a good result. But same with PSG, and but you know it's AC Milan. Mm. It's not it's not an easy group, so were, but we could still qualify. So they've got yeah. to win their own game. Yeah, and I think that one 0 defeat against Dortmund. Uh, Against Dortmund at home probably hurt them a little bit, didn't it? Because yeah. I think they're doing your own games. Yeah. They, 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 at home, which they're more capable of doing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's PSG away. So good luck with that. Yeah. Well, the thing is with PSG, you never know what version of them is going to turn up, do you? Yeah. Milan beat, them, Milan beat them the other day, didn't they? And yeah. To get me five Milan. points, by the way. Yeah. Well done. I'm sure you've seen it. I did, yeah. After you sent it to me, I don't pay any attention, mate. To <laughs> and I got Arsenal two right two nil. What the thing is, right? I just I just wait, and I know if you've done good or bad. Because if you've done bad, I don't hear from you. And if you've done good, it's just gif after gif after. Well, you hear from me because you hear from me every week, then don't you really? So, yeah, no, mate. I haven't heard from you in weeks. Only had a, only had a problem, like, in the last couple of couple of weeks. That's all. I'll let you catch back up. Um, so, just before we kind of move on a little bit to a different subject, um, <clears throat> very happy to announce that uh, out of City Legends evening number two is happening on the first of uh, first of December, and uh, it'll Ace Podcast Nation presents 
an evening with Darren Pearce, former Cardiff City captain, and uh, very much looking forward to chatting to Darren and uh, opening up the questions to Cardiff fans. We had a, a great night last Friday with uh, Mr Andy Campbell, and uh, the next one is uh, 1st of December with uh, Dan Pearce, also the current under-23s manager at Cardiff City. Uh, so lots of questions. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 11am for just £5. They're open to members now, so if you're a member of Ace Podcast Nation, and that works out at 10p a day, by the way. 10p a day. What a bargain. Patreon.com slash Ace Podcast Nation, by the way. But uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow for the evening with Darren Pearce, former Cardiff City captain, 1st of December. Get them tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Um, good to see that, uh, uh, what's he said, uh, the Liverpool striker's dad got released, mate. I think that's yeah. very yeah. good news, isn't it? Because uh, I don't think, you know, no one wants to see that sort of shit. Um, so that's good. Uh, Callum Wilson back in the England squad, mate. What do you make of that? No, he's played well, wasn't he? So... I think the only thing which holds him back is his injuries, isn't it? Like, Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, he's very good. Because I think um, Saka and Madison are injured, isn't they? I think Madison. Did Madison go off on Monday? Yeah, Madison's injured, yeah. He's a quality player, man, Madison. I do like him. Really do. Uh, big fan of him. Um, Raheem Sterling not in the squad again. I think that's mm-hmm. probably the right decision, isn't it? I don't think... I. Not sure that I can make like a massive argument for him to be in the squad. Well, he's probably thinking, he's thinking, hey, I don't want to pick you and put you on the bench. The experience, yeah. yeah. But, uh, if you come in, I want you to be playing. So keep keep going, keep doing what you're doing, and you'll be back in the squad, but you'll be playing. So that's the thing. That's the my mindset. What well, I would be saying to him because. Um, don't see him as much as a bench player, so I don't quite quite in taking him. Are you going to play him? Probably not. We've got Rashford, Saka, um, a few others as well. Greenish so, and yeah, Greenish, Bellingham, all these people. Yeah, yeah, I can see. Look, at the end of the day, he, look, if England have put full strength, Sterling's not going to play on the left because you're probably going to play Greenish. Say just out of the top of my head. Um, not going to play right because you're going to play Saka and then he's not going to play in the middle because you're going to play Bellingham. Bellingham's the first name on the team sheet. So he's probably, you are right, he's probably not going to play. And I don't think his form has been that great for Chelsea that you're like, why isn't he in the squad? I'm sure he's pissed off and I'm sure he feels like, you know, he's done enough to oh, be I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's rang him. I'm sure that was along the lines of the conversation. Couldn't see yeah, yeah. anything else. You'd think so, wouldn't you, mate? Yeah. Um, I wanted to make a mention, mate, also of uh, Burnley's top scorer, Lyle Foster, um, is in the care, uh, care of specialists uh, due to a mental health um, issue. He was uh, suffering with depression in July. He had reached out to the Burnley for support, which they gave him. And um, and he's now been, uh, well, he's under the care of specialists. Best of luck to him. At the end of the day, um, the way I look at it, mate, is I'm glad to see not glad, obviously, that he's having issues. I'm glad to see, though, that he's reached out to the club and the club are looking after him and they put him in specialist care simply because we've, we all have seen, we all know people are in our personal lives who haven't maybe reached out or haven't been able to get the treatment that they needed and it ends badly. 
And I think, you know, it can end with addiction. It can end with, you know, off the field issues. It can end with drinking and drugs and whatever. And it can also end in, you know, the worst possible scenario. So hopefully, you know, Lyle can gather appropriate care and he can work through it and get the best of it. But I think it's a like, of course, it's a negative in terms of he's not very well. But I think it's a positive to see that he's getting support and care from the appropriate people. Amen. Amen, brother. Um, so what are we looking at? What's time? Half. Right, okay. So let's talk a bit of championship, mate. I love talking championship. It's the best league in the world, better than his Premier League shite. And do you know job. what makes it even do you know what makes it even better, mate? Is that Cardiff City have got the best home record in the whole league. They are also joint top of the of the clean sheet table. And they're top of the form table. No, they're not. They're not top of the form table. But um, they are top in terms of home form. They got Norwich City on Saturday. Norwich have not won a game in forever. They've lost four on the bounce, five on the bounce. Managers under pressure. Surely at home, the Bluebirds have got to be looking for a, a nice, comfortable victory, you know? You would think the form forward table would say, but... No, you never no, know. Su no such thing as an easy game in the championship, though, is it? That's the thing. Exactly. Going with the right, right mindset, I'm sure they'll get the right result. Good to see you wearing all blue, though, mate, in support of Cardiff. That's what I like to see. There you go. Um, interesting, and though, mate. And the yellow. And you got your little yellow blanket. Yeah, I see. He's proper Cardiff, isn't he? Um, Wayne Rooney's still looking for a victory, mate. Yeah, I, I thought they'd get one because I seen it was two up, and I only, only realised they drew two all when I heard it on the radio. Yeah, look, mate, it, I I said to you the other week tonight, Ipswich would be of all the games I've watched Cardiff play this year, Ipswich have been the best team we've played in my opinion. I mean, I was really impressed with them. Obviously, they've got a great top top coach who I'm a yeah, big fan of. Yeah, but they are very easy on the eye. They work hard, very like organised tactically and that. So even at 2-0 with 10 minutes to go, they were going to be a threat. And once you get, when you're 2-0 down and you know the other team is also struggling for confidence, you get that one goal. And if there's enough time, it's almost like inevitable, isn't it? But it's just the momentum of it and the crowd and, and it, the crowd gets nervous, the players get nervous. It just all becomes a bit inevitable. And, and look, you know, it, a draw. If you had asked Wayne Rooney, would he take a draw before that game? I'm sure he would have taken it. But when you're 2-0 up and you end up losing or drawing, it's it's hard not to be deflated, I guess, isn't it? Oh, yeah, just like that. I think they just run out of gas, didn't they? Yeah. Good to see Jay, uh, Jay Stansfield scoring again, though. Young man who's worked his way up the leagues. Obviously, um, he's got that viral clip, haven't he, from a few years ago where he uh, wearing the same number as his old man who had passed away. Oh, yeah. came on came on and scored but he's good to see that he's kicking on he scored a goal off the bench the other day for Birmingham and scored early on in the Ipswich game do you think is that a positive side if you're a Birmingham fan that they were able to predominantly have a good game against the top side yeah yeah you know you can you, know, you always take you don't go in in the changing room and then in in, in the changing room and then in, 
into the tra uh, training ground the next day with with negatives you take the positives for it and then you you, you you work on it and obviously you look at the negative and try and stop it if they're, if they're glaring negatives but mostly it's, it, you look at the positives and go from there mm. um so i'm gonna i want to talk about the that spurs and chelsea game in a minute but before we do do you think when you look at that championship table and i'll uh i'll just get up now but like are Sheffield Wednesday and QPR done? I know we're only 15 games in, yeah. but they just look done for. Their, their form, the amount of goals they've conceded, just everything, it just looks almost... Yeah, so Sheffield United, Bournemouth and Luton, there's your, there's your ones that are going. There's your three. But what, like, so, in that mad that... Like, Even Burnley as well, them four, between them four. In the, in, in the Premier League, you've got those four which just look done. Then in the championship, you've got QPR and Sheffield Wednesday, which just look done. And Rotherham were the absolute worst team I've seen play all season in the championship when they came down and played Cardiff. They were awful. So it almost feels like those three are nailed on for relegation. Wouldn't it be weird if like if there's no like excitement or, or race for it? It's uh, it'd be a strange old season. Right. Let's talk about the Spurs and um Chelsea game from Monday. Was absolutely insanity, insanity, mate. Um, pretty much from start to finish, like it was just crazy the way it went about. Um, obviously, Tottenham lost their first game in a while, ended up losing 4 1, but they were down to nine players, weren't they? Was it nine? Yeah, they had two sent off, didn't they? Tottenham, you have to bring that up now. Yeah, they had two oh, sent off, Romero and uh, the fullback. Any complaints with the sending off, mate? No, like no. those? Oh, that Romero reminds you of Rojo. The loose Rush. cannon. Right. It's just the way they tackle. It's like yeah. you go back to 1960s, mate. Can't, can't use that two footy tackle anymore. And the other kid does it as well. He did it last week and got away with it because uh, Sterling pulled out of the way. But if he left his leg there, he'd have been off as well and broken. Then he broke his leg. Can't do that. This African, African or. Uh, South American tackles that they do. They did two footed. Yeah, just... like scissors and yeah, yes, I know the reckless. one. Yeah. It's not even together, they're apart as well. Yes. Yeah, uh, reckless, just just terrible. And it makes you a liability for your team. I remember like Rojo using Rojo as an example. I always thought Rojo had a really good performance in him. He was a good defender, but he was such a liability. Like he was like seconds from being sent off all the time. Um, and I feel like I feel like Romero is like that. Like he's like you're waiting for him to do something stupid. But Tottenham got up to a great start. They were one 0 up after five minutes through um, Kulabeski, who's a, he's a good player. I like him. And um, Tottenham looked good, comfortable. I thought that they, they looked like they might go on and win the game quite comfortably. And then all of a sudden, thirty-three minutes, Romero gets set off. Two minutes later, obviously Palmer scores the penalty. To Tottenham, is this the start of what we all kind of waiting for with Tottenham, where they're going to kind of do a Spurs, or is it just one of them games which just well, it's just one of them games they played just well. Just a bit nuts, watched. like yeah, it was one of them things. I watched this game. Yeah. Um. So I only saw the highlights, so I'm kind of interested in your take on it. Yeah, it was, it was a good game. Good game. Uh, they played a really high line all the way through. All Chelsea had to do is just play the right pass. And they're in all the time, but they kept they kept on rushing it and rushing it until eventually they did get it right. 
and then it's just capitulated at the end. So, did should um, Postacoglu have done anything differently after that second? No, because no. he's won the crowd over as well. Because the crowd room for all the they're going away. Yes, they got B, but it's some game that I'm going nine men, so it doesn't feel that bad. You get me? They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're I mean, Chelsea scored like two of their goals right, like in yeah, deep into all the ninetieth minute. Three of them were like in the ninetieth minute, something. So yeah, two in the ninety fourth, ninety sorry, ninety fifth, ninety eighth, and seventy fifth minute. He scored a yeah, hat trick. What about Chelsea, mate? Because they've been really poor this year. Did you see signs that maybe there's something there, or do they still just look like an absolute? Yeah, it's not just a working process, isn't it? They've got some good bits, but just a work in progress. Do you do you think Chelsea will like be get you know have a bit of a run towards the second half of the season and be right up possibly, there again? Possibly, possibly. It all depends on the striker. That Jackson's good, but he's no, no, he's no 25, 30 goals a season, man. So um, just wait and see, won't we? How do you feel about on strikers? How do you feel about Hoyland, mate? Top scorer in the Champions League. Hasn't scored a Premier League goal yet, so there's certain people are kind of trying hasn't to scored a Premier League goal yet. And every time we have he has scored, we've lost. It's so. disallowed. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he'll score goals, mate. You've just got to be out be have the right players in the pitch in the right positions to feed him. You know, you yeah, see, how, see how quick he is. You know, he's anywhere in the box, then balls come in. He's he's gonna put them away. So cross the ball more. And I mean, he showed against um, who was it when he scored two the other month? Uh, Galatasaray, wasn't it? That finish when he ran from the halfway line and just did the little dink over the keeper. Yeah, like, he's clearly got something about him. But he went off when he went off on Saturday. He didn't have one shot on goal. And I saw certain people from certain channels saying, "Oh, he's you know he's like um, Veg Horse Part Two and this and that." But I was like, "But that's because United aren't." feeding him the balls in the right areas it's like if you play if if pep played harland up front and then didn't give him the ball in the box or put it through for him like i do do you think rashford off the right is maybe the solution to that possibly yeah just wait and see I'm not sold him yet but yeah in the left yeah well he was creating money instead of uh just looking to be greedy all the time like you know yeah yeah um because I, I think I said to you um, a couple of weeks back, I don't understand why they don't play Ganacho on the right. He seems made for it, like the way he's direct and, you know, he just beat a man and puts it in a box. He's been but playing well at the left, though, so they even there. Yeah, I think I think they looked a bit more balanced with Rashford on the right instead of Anthony. I don't know if, I think maybe with, with Hoyland, particularly up front, United probably need more traditional wingers rather than this inverted wingers who run in and try and shoot all the time i think it hurts what they're trying to achieve you know mm. but it's interesting i thought there was enough in that united performance to suggest that maybe they're turning a corner um martinez and um someone else are not back till christmas but apparently luke shaw is getting closer um but not you know like saturday or something like that um We'll do our predictions, mate, in just a second. Um, Cardiff City versus Norwich, though. Um, I'll have a score prediction for you from that. It's at Cardiff. 2-0. No, 3-1. Three, three, 2. Cardiff. The Bluebirds. Go yeah. on, he's 
he's got his blue he's got his blue on he's got his yellow blanket he's all a, he's all aboard the cardiff train Excellent. and then uh, predictions for this week are as follows arsenal at home to burnley i've gone 3-0 to arsenal yeah, I've gone 3 0, so I'm going to have to change that now. Yeah, you but know what I originally right. thought I was going to do, but I thought, you know what, I can't change it. I'm going to change it. 2 0, Arsenal. Uh, United are home to Luton. I've gone 3 1 there to United. 4 1. Oh, interesting. Luton had a good result against Liverpool last week. Uh, yeah, a dreams, though, now. Not in that shithole of a kennel of world where they play at. Mm-hmm. Um, Palace at home to Everton. I've gone 2 1 to Everton. I've gone 1 1. Score draw. Ooh. Do you know what the, you know what the date is on Saturday as well, don't you? It's the 11th of November. Very special day. It's remembrance, remembrance Day. All right, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Also, also happens to be my 42nd birthday. There you go. 52nd birthday. 52nd, yeah. I'm older than you, isn't it? Mm. Come on, mate. And never be as old as you. Um, Bournemouth, Bournemouth at home to Newcastle. I gone two 0 Newcastle. Me, fuck off. So like I copying me again. See, no wonder you're winning. I'm keeping that. Um, West Ham home to Nottingham Forest. Two one West Ham. I've gone. I've gone one 0 West Ham. And then finally, we got Chelsea at home to Man City. I've gone three one to City. Oh, piss off. I'm changing that one. I've gone three one. You're going to go three one Chelsea then instead, is it? Oh, I've gone three one City. You're mad. Gone <laughs> um, three one. There we go. There we go. Um, I know you're feeling rough, mate. So we're gonna. I'm gonna call it a day there tonight. <sighs> slightly shorter because I know you're struggling. And uh, you want to go try and get some food and sleep and that. Make sure you feel better, mate. Big UFC card on a Saturday. Tom Aspinall. Oh, Aspinall yes, could be good. Seamus mm. on at fucking five o'clock in the morning or whatever stupid time is. No, it's in New York, so it won't be that late, will it? Well, it'll be like two, three o'clock, will it? Well, it's New York, so it's not LA time, is it? It's New York. Mm. Depends whether it's late or not. Mm. It's still be late. Yeah, but- at six in the morning, probably like I don't watch it anyway. Just watch it when you're up on YouTube. Don't watch it when you want to stay up anymore. No, I watch it in the morning. The thing is, I get I get up like half five anyway. So if they're on a half, sometimes I get up at like half five. Yeah, and exactly. Like just yeah, starting yeah. third round or something. So sweet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, get yourself better, mate, and uh, I'll see you next week. But I'll speak to you on the weekend. Then in a bit, motherfucker. Go on, the boys. Sports Social Podcast Network.